Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Unfiltered Career Search Podcast, or UCS for short. Did you catch that? It's UCS, like the Undergraduate Career Services. I still think that is so clever. (laughs) Hi, I am one of your hosts, Sophie, and we are so excited to be here. Thanks for tuning in. And I'm joined by my lovely co-hosts and dear friends, Sabrina and Amanda. And we are really looking forward to bringing to you this new podcast that's going to cover topics surrounding the career search, college recruiting, and the overall college experience, and of course, the struggles that come with all of that. Hey, everyone. I'm Amanda. In each of these episodes, we'll be interviewing a different student to highlight what their story is. So what their college experience has been, what recruiting has been like. Um, And we're hoping to cover a variety of topics that will hopefully apply to everybody in some sort of way. So hopefully anyone from any grade, whatever major, and in all walks of life will be able to relate to the stories told throughout this podcast. The topics that we're hoping to talk about include what it looks like to build resilience, like an overall college experience, uh, even taking a non-traditional career path. And we're even thinking towards the end of the semester to take a look at what life looks like after college. Hey, guys, I'm Sabrina. And I guess the question that I'm really interested in is, why are you here? Why are you listening to our podcast? Maybe it's because you want to know what's really going on behind all those LinkedIn announcements you see, because I know I'm interested. So we're going to keep it really real with you. I mean, it's in the name, Unfiltered Career Search. We're bringing you an unfiltered not sugar-coated, real-life look into what it's like to be a college student, like us three, that have gone through or are going through a career search. Yeah, Sabrina, I think you uh, said exactly what we're trying to do here. We're just trying to portray like really unique stories of people from all over the business school and what their unique goals and situations are, because everyone's trying to pave their own path, you know, and and figure out what is the best options for them. So like, although that sounds like an ideal picture, we realize that there's a lot of struggles that come across um, in that entire process, especially in college. So we're hoping to also normalize those struggles. So uh, you all and we even as as students can realize that um, it's normal to go through hard times Mm -hmm. and we can relate to one another in that way. Yeah, absolutely. I echo everything that the girls have mentioned. We want you as students and peers of ours to feel heard. We completely understand that COVID-19 has created um, a very isolating time for all of us, and you are not alone in your career search, and hopefully this is the perfect opportunity for you to feel more included in your Kelly community. So, like I said, we want to bring you a new way to connect peer-to-peer from the comfort of your own home. We know that you hear a lot from your professors, your mentors, and even in your classes. But like we said, this is a peer-to-peer opportunity, student to student. You can listen to us while you're on a walk or while you cook dinner. You can put us on two times speed. Whatever works best for you, this podcast was made for you. And the best part is you don't have to click a Zoom link. You don't have to do this for a school assignment. And you don't even have to walk into Hodge Hall. You can simply just press play and let us be a part of your journey. So on that note, let's go ahead and get started. Like Amanda mentioned, the goal for the podcast is each new episode will be interviewing a new student. And with each episode, we'll start off by asking the same question. And that question, which will be our common theme, is going to be 
unfiltered, what has been your greatest struggle in your career search? So to kick off the podcast, we're going to start off by asking the three of us hosts so you can get a better sense of who we are as students and peer coaches within the undergraduate career services. So I'll kick it off to Amanda and ask you our common theme question that we'll kick off each podcast with. So Amanda, unfiltered, what has been your greatest struggle in your career search? Yeah, I would say that the greatest struggle I've had specifically internally has been between this idea of following my passions versus following the norm, especially of what I see my peers doing um, when it comes to finding a career. So when I came into college, I actually chose my major based off of an independent study that I did in high school on poverty. And while I was studying poverty, I learned about a concept I found really fascinating called microfinance. And the word finance was in microfinance. So I was like, great, I'll study finance. <laughs> and then when I graduated, <laughs> yeah, I was really informed high schooler. Um, but I, uh, I thought I'll study that. I'll learn as much as I can while I'm in college. And when I graduate, I'll start a social enterprise. And so that's kind of what fueled my, my desire even to study business. Um, However, that is extremely different from what I'll end up doing. So in the fall, I'll be moving to Chicago and starting my full-time job in consulting. Um, and so like that seems extremely different from the place where I started as a freshman. Mm -hmm. And I think it's been really hard for me to kind of wrestle with, like, am I losing a part of myself because I've kind of shifted my direction and now I'm doing something that is more traditional? But um the more I've talked to mentors and stuff, I see this step in my career um, more so as a stepping stone to be able to better accomplish what I'm hoping to do with poverty alleviation type things in the future. So, um, and I think, I think that is hard because college is a place where you're starting to define yourself for the first time and figure out what it is exactly that you're doing. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, my, my best advice, like coming off of off of that struggle is to just like figure out yeah like what what are my passions and then be rooted in that and and think about what that looks like for the long term like we are so young like there is a lot of road ahead of us and so I'm hoping like hey in in five years when I have a little bit more experience then might be the time for me to actually start that social enterprise and maybe it'll have a stronger foundation because I, as an individual, have a stronger foundation. Oh, absolutely. I kind of want to go back to that question that you posed for yourself. And I think a lot of college students feel when they're going through their career search is, am I losing myself? Am I losing myself if I go in this direction? Am I losing myself if I'm not doing something that like, the status quo is? I think that's really interesting. I think that's something we all think about. I mean, at least I've definitely thought about it as well. Thanks, Sabrina. I think another thing like that really helped me to feel like I was staying true to myself was I tell people like about my passions and I tell people about my goals. And so later on, like they can hold me accountable to actually following that. Like maybe in three years, you'll call me and say, hey, Amanda, like, how's the, your vision for your social enterprise going? And, you know, that that helps keep. Oh, I will. I'll send you that. <laughs> like, What's going I appreciate on? it. <laughs> Put it in your reminders Absolutely. now type thing. <laughs> absolutely well that's enough about me Sophie unfiltered what has been the greatest struggle in your career search for me 
My greatest struggle was the transition from coming to college and moving away from home. I'm super, super close with my family, uh, specifically with my younger sister. We're very close in age. And I struggled at first in my freshman year, learning how to adapt to a new environment while also succeeding. I think as business students, there's sometimes a lot of pressure with hitting the ground running immediately and being expected to succeed in all aspects of life, everything from getting involved in extracurriculars to making new friends to succeeding in your classes, starting to think about what career might be a good option for you, all while, like I said, being away from home. And I know I talk as though I'm a plain uh, ticket away from home. I'm not. I'm only from Chicago. But again, it was tough being away from home for the first time. But um, a couple strategies that helped me really make the the jump into IU full time was joining the KLC my freshman year. I loved that community right off the bat. And it was a really great opportunity to meet people that were like minded to me and had similar goals and, and visions for their journey here um, at IU. And my biggest piece of advice for freshmen in overcoming that adjustment, and even like I was still homesick sophomore year, and I know you girls were as well, is coming in with an open mind and just trying to be a sponge to all opportunities. I think an easy mistake to make is to put on blinders and shut out opportunities, thinking you know exactly what's best for you. But like I said, having that open mindset and being willing to meet new people and take on any and all new opportunities really helped me stay flexible and quick on my feet. And I, I know that it's really important to keep in mind, not just in the first year, but honestly, throughout all four years. Yeah, Sophie, I, I really relate to you when it comes to homesickness. Um, in fact, I, I felt more homesick my sophomore year than my freshman year, mm-hmm. which was really isolating because I just, I felt like, that was so not normal, you know? And yeah. so I'm, I'm curious, how long do you think it took you to overcome um, those feelings of homesickness or even if not overcome them, but for IU to feel more like home? Yeah, that's a great question, Amanda. The first few months I started going to the football games and getting involved in school spirit. And that definitely started to make IU feel like home. And I think that this um, experience of homesickness definitely translates into my career search because, you know, I did speak about the open-mindedness, but it definitely translated into my career search because I was open to possibilities. And in putting myself in a new environment, it definitely made me more courageous in going and searching for a career possibility because I didn't know exactly what that looked like for me. So that adjustment and, and getting more and more comfortable as time passed helped me in all regards, career-wise and academic-wise and extracurricularly as well. So I know that's something we all relate to, and I think it'll be really great to hear from other students in the coming weeks of this podcast of how they've taken their initial feelings of homesickness and, you know, allowed it to be a strength instead of a weakness. Yeah, for sure. I'm definitely looking forward to those stories as as they come. Yeah. Lots of things to learn. Absolutely. Yeah. And so, Sabrina, you're, you're last, but certainly not least here. So I'll ask you then, unfiltered, what has been your greatest struggle? Uh, I have so many to choose from. 
<laughs> I love the I honesty. I feel like my career search was not easy. It was not easy at all. And I really wish it was, but it wasn't. <laughs> I think out of all of the struggles that I had, the biggest one that I had to really face was junior year. So a little, a little further in my college career. And what I thought I was going to get the job, the job that I wanted, the job that I had been thinking about since literally the day I'd stepped foot into Kelly, I did not get. So all of a sudden, I was kind of flailing, kind of going back to Sophie's point of not putting on blinders. Oh, I absolutely had blinders on for like three years. So I was like, <laughs> oh, no, what do I do? So it really goes back to like, okay, all of a sudden, I have to reevaluate what are my values? What do I look for in a job? And what am I actually interested mm-hmm. in? So what I was thinking for the past three years that, you know, I'm going to go into consulting. I'm going to follow in my sister's footsteps who had previously, you know, they did the typical, you know, Kelly big four route. And I figured that's what I was going to do because whatever they do, I usually do. And it's not really hard to think about. <laughs> so I just kind of do what they do. So it's easy, but no, that did not happen. So all of a sudden I was kind of like, okay, what am I interested in? What jobs are out there? Um, it was really hard because I was seeing all my friends around me get jobs, like great jobs. And of course, very proud of them, very excited. But at the same time, I was kind of like, why isn't that happening to me? What's going on, right? Oh. Um, I think that big imposter syndrome comes into place. I feel like all of us have had it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was really hard my, my junior year. But at the end of the day, I, I found a job that I really do love. Um, I'm an ops major, an operations and management major. So I ended up going the supply chain route. And so I'll be doing a supply chain at a QSR company, which is really cool because I love fast food. <laughs> um, and at the end of the day, I, I look back at what I thought I loved, which I thought was traveling and, and consulting and working on different projects all the time and always on the move. But then I kind of found who I was in college and I was like that's not who I am I like being at home I like the steadiness of you know knowing what's going on around me I like knowing everything about what's going on instead of you know little spurts of of knowledge from different companies so at the end of the day I guess it was good that I was flailing a little because it had me kind of opened my eyes to what was actually going on. I was like, okay, what other companies recruit here at Kelly, which is bad as a, as a pure coach. But now I know, I know all the companies that recruit here, which is great. You have tons of options. Don't be like me, but that was definitely my biggest struggle of, okay, so what happens when the thing you thought was going to happen doesn't happen. Coming back on that theme of open-mindedness and in the importance of being flexible. I really admire you sharing your story. And I definitely think, like you said, with your older sisters coming before you, the easiest thing to do would have been to just follow exactly like mm-hmm. what they'd done, as you mentioned. So it's really admirable that you paved your own way. And I know there were bumps along the way, but it's so, so relatable, oh, Sabrina. Thanks, Sophie. It's so yeah. funny because they were all there for it. I remember just like walking into the UCS while we were working. And I'd be like, okay, I have an interview here. And they would all hype me up, which is so sweet. <laughs> yeah. Well, one of the things I really admired about you, Sabrina, is like you, you were able to keep your head up. And I think realize like, your worth, like your value and like who you are isn't defined by like the job like you're able to get either. And I think that's like such a mindset that 
I it's hard to hard to have like when you're facing those times like just because I was said no doesn't lessen my value as a candidate oh a hundred percent if that's like something I wish someone could like tell people that are going through that pretty tough junior year recruiting is that your self-worth is not tied to any job any job it doesn't matter if it's like mm-hmm. your dream job if it's the one you've been working for for so long it's not it's not who like it's not what you're worth so if you don't get it that's not on you not being enough that's you know life happens sometimes the recruiters know better than you what you're a better fit for right so that's something I think everyone should hear Sabrina I also liked when you talked about your friends starting to get offers and you wondering like why is this not working out for me Another reason why I'm really excited about this podcast is I think it'll be really helpful for students to realize if they don't already that each and everyone's career search looks different. And I know in the Compass classes and on LinkedIn, we think that it's the exact same for everybody, but it's really not. And it looks so different for everybody. Of course, there are a couple strategies that we'll talk about in this podcast that will help you get that dream job or that dream internship, whatever it looks like for you. But the step-by-step process, it's not a cookie cutter, you know, instruction list that you can just hand out to everybody. So I I like that your story Mm -hmm. echoes that. Yeah, Sophie. And I think that's why I'm so excited that we'll be hearing from someone new every week on on the podcast. So don't worry, you won't have to listen to the three of us for an entire podcast (laughs) all semester. Now that you know a little bit about us three, it's time for us to answer your questions. So a little segment on the podcast is that each week we'll get the chance to to answer some of your questions that you get to send in. So today I'll ask the questions and we'll hear Amanda and Sophie's take. So Sophie first, how can I use the UCS virtually? That is a great question. The quick answer is, of course, you can use us virtually. Students think that The UCS has limited hours due to COVID and uh, most classes being virtual. However, I would argue that the UCS is now more accessible than ever before. So the three of us girls are senior peer coaches, and we man what are called the drop-in hours, which are from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Monday through Friday. And they are a great one-stop shop for all of your quick 10 to 15-minute questions. And the beauty of that is you have no requirement for an appointment. You can just come on in, go to your Zoom IU account and enter in UCS front desk and you'll be instantly connected to our virtual office and you'll be put into a breakout room with a junior or a senior peer coach who will work with you one-on-one to get your questions answered. You can come in with anything from needing help on how to respond to a recruiting email tips on how to start your network or even a resume or cover letter review. We're here for you and it's the touch of a button. So hopefully you can take advantage of those. And like I mentioned, no appointment needed, which is really great because in the heat of recruiting season on Handshake, you can make, uh, of course, professional coaching appointments, but those can fill up quickly. So this is um, really accessible for you and something that we're really proud of and love to be a part of the three of us. So Come by and meet us virtually if you'd like to. So you don't, you can put a name to the face. <laughs> Love that. Yes, please come see us. We're there every week. So it's a, it's a great place to be. So Amanda, the question for you, is it, is it too late to get a job? 
Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, I can almost feel people's heart rate <laughs> increase by the answer to the question. But the good news is there's no reason for your heart rate to increase because it is never too late to get a job. Uh, I mean, we all know that the pandemic adds an extra layer of challenge to finding a job or an internship, but there are always jobs and internships available, even in the spring semester and even as the summer comes around. In fact, um, something that is becoming even more common during the pandemic has been just in time employment. So even if you make it to graduation or to the summer and still don't have a job, you can be applying to different companies to start working as soon as possible, which is great. Mm -hmm. So hang in there. You've got this. Keep doing everything right. Network, reach out, apply to jobs, but it is not too late to get a job. Yeah, and like we've mentioned, we're also going to cover unconventional ways to spend your summer. For those who are still in the internship search, there's other ways to sharpen up your resume by doing things that aren't necessarily an internship, but still make you a great prospective um, job hire in the future. Yeah, I mean, it could even make you extra unique in a good way. <laughs> Exactly. We'll talk about things like study abroad, volunteering, working in your hometown, how to beef up your resume, even if an internship doesn't come through, because we know that it's tough. But we're, we're going to be truthful and honest with you, just like Sabrina mentioned, and like our name says itself. Absolutely. So if you guys want to get in touch with us, you can email us at unfilteredcareersearchpodcast at gmail.com. If you have questions about recruiting, want help from professional coaches, or you just want to see what events are going on in the recruiting world, head to careers.kelly.iu.edu. And as always, make sure to keep up with all of the job postings on Handshake. We'll see you next week with us three in the edition of a special student guest speaker. We'll see you then. Bye.